Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Hello, this is Ethan Linden again, still residing in New Orleans, Louisiana. Very much enjoying Masechet Psachim. This is Duff. Mem Dalid, 44. And uh, in continuing with my personal daily daf differently minhag, my personal custom, I'm going to talk about something uh, on the daf that comes up tangentially. I'm a big tangent kind of guy, and I really like the conversation that occurs here uh, on the daf that has to do with kashrut. The, the conversation that leads us to this is this question of whether uh, mixtures can uh, be problematic. That is, we get this statement uh, on uh, 43b, yesterday's daf, uh, Rabbi Abahu said in Rabbi Yochanan's name that for prohibitions in the Torah, a permitted thing and a prohibited thing do not mix together to create the amount that would be uh, liable for punishment except for the particular case of uh, the Nazarite who is forbidden uh, from eating uh, wine or grape products. And so Rabbi Abahu says, uh, according to Rabbi Yochanan, that in general, if you had a permitted quantity, let's say that's half an olive's worth, and a prohibited quality quantity, I'm sorry, that's half an olive's worth, and they came together and you ate that, that would actually not be a violation because separately they are not the prohibited amount is not enough, but that's not the case for the the prohibition on the Nazarite, and he's got uh, a textual proof for that. But they end up coming to this conversation about kashrut and about uh, whether or not um, this issue of combining uh, works for uh, various aspects of the laws of kashrut. And Rabbi Akiva basically argues that the taste, the tom, of the uh, of the forbidden item is just like the thing itself. That is, if you if it has the taste of something forbidden, if you were to eat, I don't know, um, a, a piece of kale that had been rubbed with bacon, and you could still taste the bacon on the kale, that would in fact be uh, a prohibition. It's like the thing itself. And, and so we get this conversation about what does it mean for something to be forbidden for us to eat. And they have this very interesting uh, debate about the question of cooking a calf in its mother's milk. And in fact, they talk about how, according to the Torah, you could actually soak a calf in its mother's milk. You could soak meat in milk all day long, and you could still eat the meat. That would not, in fact, be, from the Torah's perspective, forbidden. 
But there's this rabbinic notion that it's the no ten tom that 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 the thing gets the taste of the forbidden thing, and then it becomes forbidden because of the taste. And in fact, as they go on there on forty four bet, they talk about how with the uh, the the kalim, the vessels of a of a gentile, we have this concern that their vessels, which have all kinds of forbidden stuff in them, you would really need to to boil them to get rid of that taste because the flavor could could come in to your food before you use their vessels. And all of this kind of conversation about taste and the question of what actually makes something forbidden leads me to my favorite Jewish joke of all time. And what's a Daily Duff differently podcast without some sort of joke? And so here it is. Moses goes up the mountain and God says to him, Moses, don't cook a calf in its mother's milk. And Moses responds, okay, God, so what you're saying is, you would like me to separate my dishes, milk and meat, to make sure that we don't violate that law. And God says, no, 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 Moses, Moses, just just don't cook a calf in its mother's milk. And Moses says, okay, so what you're saying is that uh, I have to make sure to wait uh, a certain amount of time after I eat meat, before I eat milk, so I can make sure that we don't violate that law that you're saying. And God says, no, no, Moses. Moses, I'm really just saying, you know, don't cook a calf in its mother's milk. And then Moses says, so you're, you're saying I need to be extremely careful about ingredients of different items so that I can make sure that there's no trace of either dairy or meat in any of the food that I eat. And God says, Moses, do whatever you want. And like all great jokes, that joke expresses a certain truth. And that truth is that Kashrut, which after all has more basis in the actual explicit words of the Torah than, let's say, the laws of Shabbat do. But nonetheless, we have taken Kashrut from something uh, based largely on categorization of different kinds of animals and made it something very different. And certainly one of the, the major aspects of keeping kosher in our world has to do with the prohibition about eating milk and meat together, and certainly this particular prohibition, as our Gemara today reinforces, has been expanded far beyond what the Torah seems to require. But of course, that's all to the good. That's all to the good. I think it makes sense for a living tradition to grow and to expand, and to colonize new aspects of life, and to fill the nooks and crannies of our existence. I don't mind, nor do I chafe against the rules of Kashrut that are so clearly beyond the very particular rules in the Torah. I don't mind that our system of keeping kosher is probably something that the Torah did not imagine nor intend. I think it's powerful that our rabbis felt in their boldness, in their chutzpah, that they could elaborate and innovate our tradition. And I hope that that spirit animates us as well. Thanks, and we'll talk tomorrow. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.